0: how's everybody doing we're doing good Good. loving the book uh sad that it came to an end yes i think you know if anyone follows us on instagram we did a live and i think she left us with some really great stuff that we'll be pursuing in the future Right, yes. so it's the end of the book, but not the end of us with this author and the work with itself. Joining Diosahood, yes, definitely. Yes.
1: gonna continue it, and we highly, highly encourage it to all of our amigas to check out her website and join something. There's Diosahood, there's masterminds, what else? A spirit
0: um, healing, yeah, she mm-hmm. has healing circles, which is really That's amazing. just amazing. um and you know, her virtual Diosa is a membership, so I think that's gonna be amazing too. It's ongoing. Yes. And um, I
1: I wanna say our podcast should be um posted before the end of March, right? So um she's gonna have a deal for the monthly to for you to be grandfathered in for thirty three ninety nine, I believe. After that it goes up to like ninety something. So it's a deal yes. guys. So
0: everyone, get manage. on that. Christine is amazing.
2: Yes. So for our last podcast, the
1: last one, we're starting chapter nine all the way to the end of the book. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like Jess said, this is a uh, bittersweet. It's um, but honestly, a book that we can come back to mm-hmm. work on ourselves again with different things that we're going through. Right, Jess?
0: Yeah. So at the end of the book, she really um, she really talks about the stages of change. And uh, one of the things that happens is we get to what is called the active stage of change and mm-hmm. with the active stage of change is kind of where you know maintenance comes in and with maintenance it's kind of going back mm-hmm. right, right and redoing some of these um activities she does recommend that if you know there was an activity that maybe you didn't get to or there was one that really stood out to go back um, mm-hmm. to really continue to look at your journal um so that you continue this soul work ongoing
1: yeah so for chapter nine uh one thing that really i think stuck to me was um it's about talking about don't ever well the the quote that she puts in the beginning of chapter nine is don't ever stop believing in your own transformation it is still happening even on days you may not realize it or feel like it
0: Uh, lala delia and it's and it's interesting because i i had this conversation with you guys how for me personally um, I just live in the moment and the future and sometimes uh, looking back and being able to see how much I've grown, it's true. Sometimes the really small day-to-day changes are actually what leads to the transformation.
1: Yeah, you kind of just talked to us a little bit ago mm-hmm. about this and share your experience on 75 Hard.
0: Yeah, so definitely. That was
1: something that helped you figure that out, right?
0: Yeah, and it was great that I was able to read this book while doing 75 hard because um one of the activities for 75 hard is reading 10 pages a day of something that's going to motivate you, change you or help you grow. And it, it was just such an alignment. Um you know, I was eating healthy, working out very hard, um and reading this book, it kind of all just was really like a change mentally, physically, spiritually all at the same time because mm-hmm. this compo- this brought in the component of spiritual So it really did help me. And like I told you guys, taking a daily picture and having to look back, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize how much I've changed. Mm -hmm. The
1: process of change every day helps, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Definitely.
2: Well, for me in this chapter, I think what really stood out for me was that activate your healing process. And the way she described it was, you know, healing your soul is just like healing a wound on your skin like on the surface Mm -hmm. it's the same process Mm -hmm. so she gives you she gives you a breakdown of it and kind of like you said gives you um different stages of how to heal so a lot of the wording too i was like oh like you know hematosis and inflammation page 179 and on yeah for one page 179 and on so i was really like oh okay like it's a lot like, from the nursing background, you know. mm-hmm. yeah. And so, the crazy thing uh,
0: about this: um, have you guys ever heard of a uh, broken heart syndrome? How you can die of a broken heart? Mm-hmm. I've
2: heard of the saying,
0: yeah, right? You can die of a right. broken heart. So, when uh, you're in so much emotional pain, what happens is your body actually gets inflammated, and it does it so much that your heart can actually break not break but it gets constrained and you can die of a broken heart it's real wow your emotional pain activates the same receptors as physical it's like pain.
1: Sola te enfermas, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. that's crazy
0: yeah it's really it, the mind and the body they're one if they do not separate ever and they think a lot of times we think they do mm-hmm. and they don't so
2: so right, because if people are going through heartbreaks and their heart is aching and your mind is obviously aware of that and then, then maybe that's where the mental health t- takes place.
0: Yes, yes. So your emotional health is so, like she says, right, like these stages um, are very, they can be very physical and it is like a physical wound.
2: hmm yeah. No, she did a great job identifying each and one of them, so. And the fact that, you know, she said you're it's always okay to get back on track. like.
1: yeah i was looking at that one right now it's on page 183 i highlighted these feelings are natural but they don't emerge from your truest truth they emerge from that destructive inner critic who wants to hold you back from pursuing your best life it's that inner critic that at one point she talked about it in the beginning that it was coming up to her and she said what did she say She says, son of a bitch this inner critic knows how to go in and she put in uh, commas, insert ghetto girl clap. clap. <laughs> yes. And I was like, Oh my god, yeah, like that little inner critic takes overs of uh, of us sometimes
0: and is is a little bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because it knows us the best so it knows exactly where to attack. Yeah. Like it knows where to pick, like you know, and it's it almost like
1: I picture like the little devil and the mm-hmm. little angel, you know? And mm-hmm. that inner critic is a devil can get attack and bring you down and push those buttons that knows where to hurt you. Yes.
2: Yeah. I also highlighted the emotional safety plan.
1: Oh, I love that one.
0: Yeah. So that one's really good. So what she talks about, so as therapists, we do what are called uh, safety plans. And usually safety plans are what we do for um, clients that are high risk of suicide. So when you're in high risk of suicide, you don't have, time to think about how you would rescue yourself so you write a plan so that when you're going through that moment you don't have to think about what to do you just read the plan mm-hmm. and you do whatever it says mm-hmm. and so I love this because she used it as an emotional plan so when you're going through a really emotional time you look at your plan instead of trying to figure out what to do mm, okay Right. Yeah. That no, is I, yeah. And a good honestly, structure
2: she made me realize how important it is to journal mm-hmm. like goodness like Everyone should be journaling. Like it's po- words are powerful, even if they're your own.
1: Mm-hmm. And going back to like reading it also, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what um, Christine also mentioned in our live that you know she wouldn't read much on books, but poetry or even her own journals or people's journals.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: helped her. That's right. So can I
2: acknowledge the fact that she started off saying that she's never been an avid reader and or a self-help book Mm -hmm. reader, and so I think that's great because it resonates with us, Mm -hmm. and so she said poetry, which is, you know, something that I'm, like, curious to maybe read more or get in in touch with that, but...
0: -hmm.
1: I feel like we're almost there because we like a lot of quotes, and almost, like, quotes can be poetry, you know? Yeah,
0: definitely. And, I mean, I agree with her. I think you guys know this about me. I'm like, I got a master's and had never read a book. (laughs) So, like, for me, I, I wasn't much of a, of a reader. And it's, she said it's mostly experiential, right, things that I've experienced in life. And I, I will say that a lot of what we read, I'm like, to me, it's like, oh, I, that's what I say. Oh, that's how I think. Oh, that's how I live my life. But mm-hmm. And I, I had someone one time, I was just telling them something. And, and they were avid readers. Like, you guys know that I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. in the self-empowerment world. And he was like, what book did you read that in? And I was like, no, those are my words. Like, That's what I <laughs> believe, that's my life. She always said how she would read all these books, and then she would say, oh my god, that's what Jessica said. Oh my god, that's what Jessica said. She's like, you already say and do all the things these books say. But I will say I agree with her. It's just like kind of experience. Yeah. yeah. That is funny, Amiga. Yeah, so
2: the soul work really hit me on this one because... It was just mainly, like, being aware and listing, like, because, like, let's say for page 188, she said, list your reasons why you want to continue to heal and work on yourself. List some things you look forward to or bring you joy. And although it was a lot of digging, and I think that's what I struggled with this book, digging things out. Mm -hmm. And the soul work at first was like, yeah, I got it, I'm doing it. And then I kind of didn't do it throughout the book. Then I'm like, okay, it's the end of the book. I have to do some soul work. I have to really, and uh, like I said, a part of it was, I I'm like, I need I need to see a therapist, right? <laughs> so I'm letting everybody know I'm gonna <laughs> see a therapist after this. I really it, it was a wake up call, and, and I'm taking that step. So yeah, I hope other people in the soul work realize a lot about themselves as well
0: definitely and I mean it's like she says and it's honestly when people ask me who needs therapy I say everyone needs therapy yeah there's really no one that doesn't need it you know it's
1: it's like it's almost like just like natural you know we Mm -hmm. all have problems and it's okay And it's okay not to understand them sometimes and that's where you need guidance or help Mm -hmm. from somebody that's uh, you know licensed
0: yeah right
2: you know like us right I feel like we have a great circle and we surround ourselves with very empowering inspiring woman and it's it's easy to just you know be that for someone else but you're not for yourself Mm -hmm. oh yeah on page 191 um she says i knew i wanted to include this chapter because too often self-help books minimize the messy the raw the slip-ups and the relapse and the non-linear nature of the journey it is essential for me as a therapist and healer to normalize the journey it is, oh, normalize the moments of messy the moments mm-hmm. when we forget to choose in alignment for
0: with our soul the moments our triggers get the best of us so yes guys yeah and I think with self help what I struggle with is toxic positivity um, yes things are always going to get better I agree uh, we're all going to heal and we're going to get better however if we don't see in the messy if we don't sit in the pain if we don't feel it and acknowledge it it doesn't just magically go away like the, and i think that's the hard part sometimes with self-help that they miss that part where it's like and they they feed you this belief that everything's always going to be good and you just have to be positive mm-hmm. and that's not real
1: yeah you're not sinking into the the reality. There's yeah. so much more
2: to
0: it. Yeah. And, it's and almost not like masking it, right? Mm-hmm. It is masking. Right.
2: Like where I feel like you, um, it kind of helps you create the blockage or kind of avoid the emotions that yeah. you're really feeling or not identify and really be self-aware of mm-hmm. what you're feeling.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think and I, and I think that's 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 the hard part of self-help. I, I I realize that I see it in my practice. I see it with my own clients. You know, the other day someone brought in the secret, and I said... The only problem I have with the secret is it's the second step, not the first one. Right. Mm-hmm. Positivity, great. I agree. The power of thought, a hundred percent. It's all I do, all I teach. However, first, <laughs> let's acknowledge the problem. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your feelings, your
2: emotions, mm-hmm. triggers, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, trauma. Yeah. What's that for you? Just being self-aware is huge. Mm-hmm. So then, chapter ten. She dives in into self-love good one it's a good chapter to end this book because I feel like we've we've always been an advocate of self love right with self care and I feel like this book club represents that we always want people to take a moment for self care and read um, but what else stood out for you guys in this book
0: um, I think is this at the end where we go from our shadow word to our light word so at the end you go through the infinity circle again? hmm
2: Yeah. Well, this is she starts off talking about the story with her friend, Andrea. And where, you know, she's dating this guy. Soul work. And um, she isn't giving herself the value she needs to give herself. And the guy's just kind of using her. You know, she's kind of dismissing. Mm-hmm. He's not giving her her places at a diosa, And I think this is where she introduces her husband as well. Mm-hmm. And she gives a lot of um, insight from what her husband had to say mm-hmm, Fernando mm-hmm. and he kind of like calls out the girl
0: and says hey you need to give yourself your praise like, um. and I think she talks a little bit more about like the retreats right like right. her groups and her circles and you know I think when she's talking about self love it's like once you learn self love then that's how others will love you right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, it she all talks falls in
1: into your relationships around
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah, so that's the example of the story she gave in her in her book where she was like dismissing it and she wasn't giving herself a place and not loving herself and devaluing her. So, you know, no let no fuck boy was <laughs> you know, come mm-hmm. around and not Definitely. treat you like a queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. That one and I think that goes into all our relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um it goes into all of our relationships, like If you have really flaky friends, if you have people in your life that are toxic, like, once we learn to love ourselves, those people won't be the type of people we allow into our lives. Right. Right. You
1: set the boundaries.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. At the end of that chapter, um, her quote at the end says, I am no longer available for settling. I am only available for high value relationships that honor my worth and soul and deosa divinity. Yeah
0: is this That's the one so where good. she does the soul work with all the things that I no longer allow Mhm. oh that one was good that one was hard yeah. for me say that? Yeah. because I, w- I feel like I already have so many boundaries and so many good relationships in my life Right. that I already don't allow a lot of things you, you know too. I thought
2: I'd, I had all the boundaries set in stone but I also um, I cut a friendship that I've had since childhood a couple months ago and in it I didn't think it affected me a lot until now reading this book where I'm like, Okay, be proud because it was really a good move. You know, I I wasn't you know, it's like did I make the right decision, did I not? But I feel good and I feel at peace. My household feels at peace with it too. So and I feel like I put myself first and and that's actually Mm -hmm. big, you know, whereas like boundaries Mm -hmm. are huge. And again I thought I, I was good at it, but you're
0: not really i know i digged and i found some too i think um i think sometimes i'm really good at um, rationalizing which is uh, in therapy we say that that's a negative coping strategy because i can understand why everyone does what they do mm-hmm. and so i use that to justify a lot of things mm-hmm. and so that's what i found that i'm like okay well yes, yes i understand this is what you do It that's doesn't mean they should be in my life right
1: Right, yeah that's funny doing that a lot yeah me too now that you mentioned I'm just like (laughs) what I do do that (laughs) yeah
2: it'll be me feeling sorry for them but it's right like she says in the book like you know they got to bring value to you too right it's like it's a Mm -hmm. Mm win-win
0: and then at some point she says and by allowing this type of behavior of others then that teaches them that they don't need to change,
1: right? Mm-hmm. We're we're enabling them. Right, mm-hmm. it's okay to continue that.
0: Yeah.
1: Like today, ladies, I put a stop to something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so.
0: I sure always drive from far.
1: I have an hour drive every time we meet up for these podcasts, and um, I always stress on having to drive so far so I'm like I'm giving myself enough time in case I get traffic but luckily you know God's on my side and lets me get here early and I get to catch up on reading or my makeup whatever it's needed sometimes even some coffee runs for my girls um, but they are always late and I'm just like what the hell like we were so this proud is of her. like in their hood and today was just like I I'm noticed done. Jess even gave me a, like a 30 minute you know, um, later start time. Yeah, I told her later. Just and because. I saw that she I only know. sent it to me. So I was like, okay, she either didn't tell Nadie or they talked about it. I wasn't too sure, but I was like, okay, it was just towards me. But I get here and none of them are still here. And yes. then they do get here, but they're still doing their makeup. And I'm like, okay, let's get it going. And then they're still just taking their time. I'm like, okay, you guys, this is it. <laughs> like, I still, yes. like, get here so early. What and the we're hell? proud of her, I think.
0: Yeah, set your boundaries, Yeah, girl. set your
1: boundaries. <laughs> like. Next time I'm going to take my time y voy a llegar tarde. Yes, so, you know,
0: voicing your voicing <laughs> your boundaries is so important because uh, it allows people to continue to take their actions.
1: Yeah, yeah. a ver si para
0: la otra llegan temprano. Keep you guys posted.
2: La tarde compra café.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, más tarde va a llegar. <laughs> es que
2: llegue tarde por el café. Yeah. I'm just going to pick up uh. coffee, guys, on my way over here.
1: And chapter eleven jumps into that. No is a necessary magic. No draws a circle around you with chalk and says, "I have given enough." Boundaries. Yeah. So chapter eleven. I mean, it's it was a really good. It's a let yourself be vulnerable, which also brought me back to the book that we read, um, with uh, Dare to Lead. Dare to Lead with Brene Brown it's so all about the therapist guys that was an LCSW. this yeah. is an mft and it's almost like we're ready to be
2: therapists I know. <laughs> we've read all the
1: but good I books So these the therapists, therapists yes which i actually am i just Yay! started back into so college excited. and first time attending college starting from zero yeah,
0: so it's so exciting me, I mean, uh, the changes we've made during this book huh yeah. i quit i quit my nine to five yes oh, it's man. amazing
2: Right, and it talked about the attachments, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. when
0: she was talking about that, I was. She does talk about the toxic work,
2: mm-hmm. right? And
0: I was like, "Oh my god, I finally did it! I quit." <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> that's, so that's awesome. And and you know, taking the risk and the leap of, um, growing my own practice and my own business, like.
1: Yeah. I finally did it. And it felt good. And you started school. And I started school. I I always thought like it's late but I don't know starting just it just feels right I don't care if it's late I don't care about my age because I've also learned that there's never a right time
0: mm-hmm. 100% never yeah. a
1: right time it's what makes sense to you you know and this is my time this is right I, I am excited to be in school and I enjoy it I told you guys I was joining all kinds of clubs <laughs> yeah I'm like excited and I'm I like in three I, different clubs I think
0: when I did when I did my undergrad it was like I was younger, so I was like, run, 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 run. And then when I was doing my master's program, I had already taken time off school, and then I went back. And it's so different. Like, I was 27, 26, 27. So, like, you enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're younger, um, it's more about getting it done. Yeah, it's almost like a chore, you know? Definitely. And I and I feel like, oh, I wish I could redo my undergrad sometimes, because I didn't really
2: embrace the knowledge mm-hmm. at the moment. hmm yeah no I think this book has brought a lot of self-awareness to us and it's helped us make decisions in life like we just shared mm-hmm. so I think it's awesome and on page 222 um, she says awareness allows for transformation and the willingness to seek to to seek help to make the changes allows for the change to stick in new behaviors and patterns to be born
0: yeah I tell everyone and I mean if anyone follows my therapy page awareness 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 like when my clients are like (gasps) i just realized all this what do i what do i do now i'm like well realization like awareness is the without it we get nowhere because if you can't see something why would you fix it right right yeah that is
2: so true yes yes so the next chapter
1: i think that's um close to the end already oh my god Coming back home to self, Diosa rituals. Walk as if you are kissing the earth with your feet.
0: And I think, so some of the rituals in this one, and she talks about it in the live she did with us, she does the tantra, <coughs> right, where mm-hmm. you explore your sexuality. And, you know, she goes into, like, if you feel comfortable, utilizing even, like, masturbation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's kind of where we asked her, you know, what would you say to someone who... Um, spiritually is, is more of a uh, part of a religious organization or that belief system like what would you tell them about this and she said you know if, if that's not part of your belief system honor your belief system yeah, what which feels i love. right. Yeah. yeah what feels right it's
1: gonna work for you yeah
2: as she as talks wh- about her yosa retreat mm-hmm. and I, I honestly would love to do it guys yeah I and know. the cool thing
0: is i think You know, I don't know. We really advise everyone, like, if you can get your amigas to join you on these paths, you know, don't... Sometimes we go on them alone, right? And that's why we created this space. Mm -hmm. We created this space so that more women can come together. But I think the three of us really try to do some of these things together, and it really does... um, it's a different experience when you do these things with your girls, you know?
2: It is, because, I mean, that's great as an individual. You go and you seek these things. You do it for yourself. But for us, I think we enjoy doing it because we have the kind of ability of each other. But also, to see each and one of us grow, I think makes mm-hmm. us happy. Like, for us to evolve, like, and see that, I'm like, oh, like. Yeah, yeah, it's almost
1: like we learn off of each other. It's like, oh, cool, you know, cool, you learned that. Mm. You mastered that. It's like, show me now. You know, yeah. tell me about it. And that's where we all get the
0: help and kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, doing these retreats, if you are going on your own, you, you're going to grow and build a community within that system too, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love the ritual she went through, right? She went through singing, writing, mm-hmm. right? And um, I know for me, the other day, I was like, I knew I had to drive somewhere. And I was like, okay, voy a poner, I put on Pandora uh, lavanda recodo um station Mm -hmm. and I just like if you ever play that station you know every song oh yeah you know I always play when I'm cooking or something yeah Mm -hmm. and it's funny because to me like I love being in my car and having like a mini concert where I just like sing at the top of of my lungs so I'm like
1: and it brings back like you know childhood memories Mm -hmm. yeah that's what she was talking about
0: And I do remember, like, I remember turning up the music as loud as possible when I was a kid and just dancing and twirling and jumping in my room, like, Mm. you know, because we we all love dancing. Yeah. That's something that we've always... We love it. That's kind of how we all met. Right. Yes. Yes. We wouldn't get out of the clubs. Yeah. Yeah. We lived there. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, she goes over some really good ideas for rituals to continue this process. Movement as
1: medicine, song as prayer, journaling as freedom, art as healing prayer as connection and seasons as rhythms
2: yeah a good it's so
1: cool i love that it, it offers like so much different things so you're mm-hmm. not just stuck like como le hago? i never mm-hmm. done that and or like you say you know what works for you like it's open to that you don't have to follow this because this is what worked for her you know she gives you options to do it your own way or even like the dancing and all journaling like, you have options don't don't feel like you're stuck. Like, there's yeah. ways to figure this out and try it and do it. Okay. And then chapter 13.
2: Oh, the
1: last one.
2: Yeah. So, I think out of this chapter, I mean. I think
0: let's explore the light word because I think that's the most, you know, it's such an awesome way to end the book. Mm-hmm. Like, she says, look, you've read the book, you've done the soul work, you've done all these activities, you've opened yourself up to this experience you know you were able to dig into the wound of your shadow word right yeah and i think our shadow word was something that you know we were like stumped by right Mm -hmm. um and i think when we saw our um light word we were really excited yes right (laughs) um so mine was what is that one with soul
2: With with spirit
0: and i love that because i've always I've always seen myself as a very free spirit, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I remember r- your word. Oh yeah. Me? So my word was unlovable, right? And then when I did um, what activity? W- oh, the wound work, um, where we had to, and some of the things that hold us back, and one of mine was I'm too much, right? And it was interesting because my word was unlovable, but when I did, when I wrote my poem i hadn't gone to the um to the too much but when i when i thought about why unlovable it's because i'm too much i'm too loud i'm too outgoing i'm too free so then when we get to the light word and it's one with spirit it's not that i'm unlovable or too much it's that i am one with my spirit so i'm always i'm always flowing i'm always going Mm -hmm. you know so I was like, okay, I love this. Like <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sense. And, and, it, and it it was a process to go through the whole thing and then get to that word. And it was like, it felt so right. Yeah. What about mm-hmm.
2: you? What was our word, all?
0: Ours was,
1: oh my God. Bad. Bad, yeah. That we don't want to be looked yes. at or portrayed oh, as a bad person. That? Yeah. Yes. That one hit the nail in the coffin on us. Like, ouch.
2: So I went ahead and did it and I got healed. Which is a whole 360, right? <laughs> <laughs> From bad to heal. <laughs> um, but as I shared earlier, I feel like reading this book really made me aware that I need um, to seek for therapy. And so I'm like, okay, well, wow, I just said it. Like, the universe knows. Like, yes. I want to definitely look into doing some therapy because I'm not healed, but I think that's a sign of me saying you're headed the right way. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: I love that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so my word was also bad and my light word landed on clear sight diosa and I feel like this really also speaks to me. Um, I started school and school had, has never really been on my mind because I never knew the, what was my purpose and what to go for um, and now starting college is the reason that um, I found and I feel good about it that it's my purpose to go into therapy being a therapist or a counselor something in that you know field of helping people because that's all I want to do I want to help people I, I, I'm i like the voice of reasoning in my home so it feels good it feels right um and it's just if it's a clear sight that yes. that's what I want to do I also have you know I've never been against it and I'm always like encouraging everybody in my house like you need to see a therapist talk to the therapist when you have that question but now and I've I've No, i i've also needed it because at times i'm always lost on how to help people out when they need something yeah so i've decided to also get into my own and start getting therapy Um, and the cool thing uh, i didn't even know but um i found out that paying your student services at my the college that i'm attending they give you 10 free sessions with a therapist and right now they're doing e-therapy so i was like i'll take
0: it I think shout out to anyone that doesn't know but if you are in college as you pay your health fees in California it mm-hmm. is free so you get about eight sessions and if the therapist thinks that you need a longer treatment then they will give you resources to find a therapist in your community that's awesome I, I didn't know that when they
1: announced that I like this little in my club <laughs> the a lot of students were like I didn't know and there's also even like medical there's even like some dental yeah Wow, really good. Yeah, yeah, guys. So if I you're apologize. paying your
0: health fees, just know you got
1: resources. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm looking forward
2: to our therapy talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'll be for another podcast. <laughs> All right. So um, again, thanks to Christina. This is an amazing book. Yeah. Um, and so excited to continue this journey. Remember that it's ongoing. It's not something we're done with. It's you know ever going and. Stay tuned for the new book. Excited for what's coming. Our brunch.
2: A lot of things coming.
0: And join our brunch
1: to, you know,
0: have more discussions about it.
1: Thank
2: you guys for listening.
1: Thank you. follow,
0: subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. Hit the... like. subscribe button mm-hmm. and the little alert thing what is that thing called the notifications, the notifications. and okay. bring your amigas in with you yes our new book is starting so bring in your amigas so that you all start at the same time
1: and we're planning a lot of lot of good stuff so yes. stay tuned a lot of exciting things happening
0: definitely all right bye amigas bye.